Welcome in, everyone, again to another season of the Lucky Shots podcast. Ricky Larson back here with you today. Today, we are going to be going over the fantasy quarterback rankings uh, for this 2022 season. So, without further ado, let's hop into it. We'll pop this pop this down, and we will hop right into it. Get a little behind-the-scenes look here at uh, what everything looks like. But, let's go ahead and hop right in. So, the fantasy football quarterback tier list for 2022. We're going to start out, let's throw in the elite quarterbacks right away. Uh, So, to start, we're going to toss in Josh Allen into that elite category. Uh, His rushing ability, his weapons he has around him, the pass-heavy kind of, well, the Josh Allen-heavy offense that he plays in. Obviously, he's going to go up there into that elite tier. Uh, Next, we're probably going to throw Brady up in there as well. Uh, Again, he doesn't have that rushing prowess, but he has so many weapons. He's still Tom Brady, still getting it done. Last year was still in the top five, so you got to throw him up there as well. Justin Herbert, we're going to toss into that elite category as well, was the number two quarterback last season, had an outstanding rookie year. He's going to get it done again this year. Uh, Still has Keenan Allen. Mike Williams really proved to be a big-time threat last year. And a healthy Austin Eckler in the passing game definitely helps out Justin Herbert as well. Uh, Let's see, who else would we put in this elite category for fantasy quarterbacks? I mean, this guy right here, Aaron Rodgers, that's a tough one to... That's a tough one uh, because he just doesn't have that top elite weapon again this year in Devontae Adams. Uh, so does that knock him back down into the outside the top five kind of guy? Uh, no, we're still gonna we're still gonna put Mr. Rogers up in the elite category. Uh, for this year, it seems like, you know, whoever he has, he normally gets it done, has a great season, uh, and he's got a lot of other weapons. They're just unproven weapons, so we don't know how that is going to look for this season. Uh, and then the last question mark for the elite status would be Patrick Mahomes. We're still going to put him in there. He did lose Tyreek Hill. That is a major weapon, and they don't really have a set guy to take over that uh, deep threat kind of wide receiver. He still has Travis Kelsey. It's still pretty much the same offense. I mean, their offensive line still shaky, uh, but it is Patrick Mahomes. He can get things done. Let's go ahead and move into the quarterback one category. Here you can easily put the mobile quarterbacks uh, like Lamar and Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts may not be the best in real life quarterback, but for fantasy, he gets it done. Most of the time, he's in that top five. If not the top five, then the top 10. So he easily goes there. And Lamar, you know, he has games where he is an elite quarterback, but he still isn't 
a super duper passer. So we can't put him in that elite category. He's got to stay in this quarterback one. Uh, and that's, that's where we'll have him. Uh, let's go ahead and put Mr. Russell Wilson in that quarterback one spot as well. Um, because, you know, he is Russell Wilson. He has been a great quarterback for however long last season wasn't really a good representation. He had a messed up hand that played a pretty big factor throughout the second half of the season this year on the Broncos going into, you know, a an unproven Cortland Sutton, an unproven Jerry Judy. KJ Hamler will also be there. Albert O. Uh, a lot of really good young weapons. Are they going to pan out? And is that going to make Russell Wilson one of those top quarterbacks, I believe so, hopefully, you know, and he's got a good running game behind him, a decent offensive line. It should be a good year for Russell Wilson and the Broncos. Who else are we going to put here in tier one? We got to put Joe Burrow uh, just from his performance last year. You know, the weapons he has, he has a top three wide receiver uh, in Jamar Chase. He's got a really good uh, secondary option in T. Higgins. If you go all the way down to a third option, Tyler Boyd is there. Uh, he's got a good running back as well to help out that offense. Offensive line, still shaky. But, you know, uh, we, we saw what they could do last year. There's no reason to think Joe Burrow can't replicate that with the weapons that he has. Uh, who else shall we put in this top tier? We're going to go ahead and still put Kyler Murray in the quarterback one room as well. Uh, he's not going to have D-hop for the first six weeks, but, you know, Zach Ertz really proved to be a huge weapon. Uh, Hollywood Brown is coming in, so that's going to be something else. And again, Kyler is one of those quarterbacks that is mobile as well, can get you points uh, on the ground, rushing touchdowns. So that warrants him staying in the quarterback one room as well as the others. Uh, Matt Stafford, just based on the immense talent of Cooper Cup, uh, bringing in Allen Robinson, Van Jefferson proving to be a weapon last year, uh, and a pretty good running back as well, and a defense that's going to give him the ball back quite a bit. So Matt Stafford's going to have plenty of opportunities to be inside of the top 10 uh, this season as well. The last one, I think, that warrants consideration for quarterback one, I guess there's two, is Dak Prescott, Derek Carr. Dak Prescott, uh, I mean, he's got, he's got a couple good weapons on offense. If the Cowboys utilize Tony Pollard more, then I would be more inclined to put him in quarterback one because that's a receiving option out of the backfield. Could get a lot of checkdowns, get yards, possible touchdowns that way. Derek Carr, the only reason I consider him into quarterback one is because I feel like he has been very close to being in that threshold for over the past like three seasons. Now he has Devontae Adams, who is by far top five wide receiver in the league, if not inside that top three, 
uh, and they have a rapport because they played in college together as well. I think this season you see the Raiders, Derek Carr, both take a big jump. We'll put Derek Carr, I believe, into the quarterback one room as well. Could be a little controversial. People probably won't agree with that, but I believe we're going to see somewhat of a breakout year for Derek Carr. Um, and I think we're going to we're gonna have to throw Dak into the quarterback two room. He will start off the quarterback two room for us. Uh, you know, already alluded to the weapons he has, the talent he has. I think he is a very solid uh, second option for a quarterback. I mean, look at all the guys in front of him. I would start all those guys over Dak Prescott. And if you're in a 12-team league, there's those 12 quarterbacks. Uh, so Dak Prescott would slip out of that, be a second option in my opinion. Uh, let's see, Kirk Cousins. He's He is the staple of a quarterback too. Uh, you know, if your quarterback's on a bye week, Kirk Cousins isn't the worst uh, option to have. Gets a lot of late game yardage, uh, touchdowns, things like that. And he has a top wide receiver as well in Justin Jefferson uh, and one of the top running backs in the league in Dalvin Cook. So he's got a lot of a lot of weapons as well, can get you a lot of points, but do you want to count on that from week to week? I'm not necessarily sure he's going to go in quarterback two. Uh, looking, this is kind of a small... Small quarterback two room. Uh, we'll throw Matty Ice in there. I like the new situation for him being on the Colts. Um, young wide receiver uh, that is a stud in Michael Pittman. A hell of a running game from the top quarter running back last year in Jonathan Taylor. So a lot of good support around him. I think he's viable as well to be that streaming option when your quarterback is on a bye. Uh, we'll go ahead and throw Ryan Tannehill in there as well. Uh, he has been the staple of a streaming quarterback for the past few years. Um, he's not somebody you can count on as a starter, but if your starter is out, he's definitely uh, there to pick up. And they got Robert Woods. Uh, you know, he lost A.J. Brown, but got Robert Woods in return. So, you still got Derrick Henry. It's still going to be a run-heavy-ish offense, but I think Tannehill can still get the job done in those bye weeks. Uh, let's see. Mm. So there's a couple quarterbacks that I'm not necessarily sure about. Mac Jones probably deserves to be in that quarterback two room as well. Um I mean, he did pretty good last year, but he wasn't, you know, that starting guy, the one you have to have for your fantasy team. And not really much has changed. I mean, they got Devontae Parker, but what condition is Devontae Parker in? We haven't seen Devontae Parker be Devontae Parker for quite a few years. So I don't think the situation or outcome really changes for Mac Jones. We'll keep him in that quarterback two area. Uh, Jameis Winston, we'll throw him in that quarterback two area as well, because if you remember him with the Bucks, that's a lot of passing yards, a lot of touchdowns. It did come with a lot of interceptions, but, uh, 
this is a different situation. He didn't look terrible in the games he got to play last year. Uh, and the possibility of Michael Thomas being back. They drafted Chris Olave, who is a stud. Uh, got Jarvis Landry as well from the Browns and having Alvin Kamara. I think it's a much better situation than he was in in Tampa uh, with just Mike Evans at that point. So I, I think this could be some something special, a diamond in the rough with Jameis Winston, but we're going to keep him in the quarterback two area just to stay safe. Trey Lance, we're going to toss up there as well. I really like the opportunity. I like the way the offense could look with him in it. You got guys like Debo Samuel, George Kittle, Elijah Mitchell, Brandon Ayuk, a lot of talent around him, a good defense as well to back him up. I think this could be, I I think he should have played more last year, Uh, but this will be the real first taste that we get of Trey Lance. The creativity of Kyle Shanahan, I think this is going to be a good spot. He is somebody that could easily jump his way into a quarterback one spot uh, with this season. But it's just we're going to have to wait and see on that. Um, eh, We'll go ahead and throw Tua in there as well with the addition of Tyreek Hill. Could help a little bit. Mike Gesicki as well is a... Heck of a tight end. Uh, Jalen Waddle, another really great weapon. And then they added, I mean, like 12 running backs. So who knows what role the running backs will play, if that will help the passing game at all. Uh, but Tua has the potential. He has the weapons. We just got to see if he can do it. Uh, because if he can, with all of these weapons, he could be somebody else that goes up into the quarterback one conversation as well. I think that'll be it for our quarterback two area. We'll go ahead and move into the bench, which is guys that you probably shouldn't draft. You could draft them uh, if you wanted to for some sort of potential, uh, but they're not going to go in the undraftable category. The guys you shouldn't touch all season. This is the bench. Guys that have a possibility of playing on your lineup at some point. We're going to put Justin Fields there. Uh, There is the opportunity that, you know, the Bears have a better season than they did last year. Fields didn't do terrible. Uh, It's just him realizing the potential and the rest of the team really kind of coming around him. He has a pretty good tight end in Cole Komet. Darnell Mooney is pretty good as well. And uh, David Montgomery is really good. The offensive line, however, is not, so it's hard to trust Justin Fields uh, going into this season. Davis Mills, he's another guy. He's probably a guy that could be in quarterback, too, because Houston's going to be down. Mills is going to have to throw. Mills is Mills is pretty dang good. He did an outstanding job last year compared to expectations, so he's somebody else to possibly look out for. Uh, same goes for Zach Wilson. You know, he has a lot of weapons around him now. Uh, you know, he is dealing with that meniscus uh, tear before the season starts here. So probably won't be playing the first couple weeks. Hopefully it's not a nagging injury that persists throughout the year. Uh, you know, I have some unrealistic expectations for the Jets. Uh, 
but nothing crazy. Zach Wilson, the possibility of him doing something great this year is on the table, but it's not extremely likely. So we're going to throw him in the bench watch guys. Uh, let's see. Trevor Lawrence, just because of the amount of money the Jaguars spent on the, uh, in the off season on wide receivers. I mean, they tried to put weapons around him. Granted, they're not the absolute best weapons, but they are weapons. Uh, so I, I don't know if Trevor Lawrence has a bounce back season. It's a new coach as well. So a lot of different things are going to have to happen for Trevor Lawrence to really take a jump up from last year. Uh, but there is a possibility he could. And he has Travis Etienne uh, back from injury, which he didn't have last season, which is another wrinkle uh, that could help this offense, especially since they played at Clemson together. Um, we'll put Mitch Trubisky there, but he's a guy that very easily could just be don't touch him for the whole season. I mean, there's a lot of really good... Uh, options for him in that offense but the job is not solidified as his Kenny Pickett could make starts at some point in the season so he he's a guy to look out for if he has good weeks then he could solidify his spot as the starter but I would draft him like you draft Big Ben probably don't do it uh, but keep an eye out because Chase Claypool, Deontay Johnson, Pat Fryermuth, Najee Harris, all really good uh, fantasy options could turn him into a decent fantasy option. And I think we'll, we'll keep the bench there uh, and then we will drag the rest of these guys into the undraftable category. Um Deshaun Watson, obviously do not draft him. He's out for 11 games. That's over half of the season. Regardless of what he could do in the last six games of the year, I mean, what are you going to do for the first 11? You know, he's somebody maybe you could look at later, but his main weapon is Amari Cooper. So just, I, I wouldn't touch him. And that is... Just my opinion. Uh, Baker Mayfield, again, he's a guy that it could be not his job at some point. Carson Wentz, I mean, he has Terry McLaurin. He's got quite a few options, but how often were you able to even think about starting him last year? Not very often. So, you know, and then Daniel Jones, it's the same thing. Uh, he has a possibility of making something happen, but... The Giants are just bad. They're just straight up bad, and I I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't count on them. The rest of the guys pretty self-explanatory. Drew Locke again. It could be Geno Smith, so I would not touch him as well. Um, Mariota, he could get taken over by the rookie if he doesn't perform well. Jared Goff. I mean I I don't know why we couldn't consider Jared Goff in the Kirk Cousins area because it's going to be a lot of garbage time, a lot of, you know, trying to pass at the end of the game. And he's got receiving options, but again, it's the Lions. I don't trust it. So 
that's that's that. Uh, if we're gonna go ahead and rank these uh, elite quarterbacks, uh, I'd probably put Mahomes over uh, Rogers there, and that would be how I think the top five kind of turns out. Um, yeah, I mean Josh Allen, I, I could see him easily replicating a quarterback one uh, year. If we look at the quarterback one area, um, you know, I would probably keep those two there. I'd probably put Burrow over Wilson just because we know what we're getting out of the Bengals offense. We aren't quite sure yet what we're getting out of the Broncos offense. Uh, Stafford, I'd probably put up there as well. And we'd keep it like that. So that is it for today. That is your quarterback rankings. Uh, You know, go ahead and put a comment down below what you agree on, what you disagree on, um, people who could be moved around, what you guys think. And then uh, once the season actually starts, we will be live streaming on Twitch uh, for the whole season. So we'll live stream on there in the mornings, probably Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and the playback will be on YouTube if you don't catch it live. So, uh, try to tune in live, have some actual discussion going on, uh, while the show is happening. Uh, but again, if you don't catch it, it will be on YouTube as all of these are. So, uh, that is it for today. Join next time for the 2022 running back rankings um, and some divisional previews coming up as well. So thanks for watching guys and we will see you next time.